Chapter 5 Little Misfortune Something at this train. Millie said, downing some of the apple cider. We found a ghost there all by himself. But his friends call him fucking dragon. No, it's a red flag, girl. Put it away. Oh, come on. Julie argued back, not daring to look away from the apple filling, curly caramelizing in her cute pink pot. The sweet and bitter apples give Millie's apartment the sweetest smell of fall. Millie gave a disapproving head shake. That's a no for me, dog. Millie wrapped the dough around their freshly bought heart-shaped baking pan. Millie, you didn't see him. The man looked like he was straight out of a fantasy. His hair was flowing and the wind it just hit him just right. And I swear there was like a beam of light on the man. Julie said with a faraway look in her eyes as if she wore the memory as a blanket. Don't make me do this. Do what? He asked, finally turning off the stove, just as the oven began to beep. I don't want to run on your parade, but you know what I mean. If he's not hot, he's most likely to be an asshole. You know that, right? You remember that we live in reality, right? Julie looks down at the still warm and slightly crispy sugared apples. Both know you have an interesting track record when it comes to men. Maybe you should stay away from the sky. But Millie, Julie Warren, I'm not gonna invest my time in him. I just kind of want the confidence boost of fucking him. I'm aware I don't have the greatest track record, but it doesn't mean I'm disqualified from ever having fun. And if things go well, you know, then I fucking might be, you know. I just want to fuck around. It, it might as well be with someone who's I actually find attractive versus someone I don't find attractive. People have like this weird idea that you can forget like an ugly guy, he's not gonna cheat or do some fuckboy shit. When in reality, the ugly ones are just as bad if sometimes not worse than the pretty dudes who just fucking lay it all out there. Okay, I'm like, I get your Exactly. If it's nothing serious, then there's no harm, no foul. Gotta be careful playing around, girl. Buddha sat on the couch of his elegant home. His eyes staring out at the skyline. He hadn't intended to make eye contact with her. All he'd wanted to do was merely follow her and see what their life was like without him. And for some reason today, she looked more radiant than she ever had before. And she laughed and joked and took pictures with her friends. He truly hadn't meant to spy. In all honesty, he felt a little guilty about that. But how else was he supposed to know? She had willingly chosen to leave him behind, and no matter how many times he begged and pleaded in his calf form, she didn't seem to notice. When he wanted to leave out the door, he turned back into his human form, took some things out of her closet, 
and with a little research and his handy dandy little cell phone, he was able to find the location. Lucky for him, it wasn't too hard to get there, and she seemed to be having too much fun to notice him. He had managed to blend into the background and enjoy her time out. Something about her called his attention more than anything else, more than the giant buildings and the new cars that drove around. After he had his fill, he had decided to do some apple picking himself. He didn't know why, he didn't even really like apples that much, but he went and bought himself his own little basket. He'd gone up the hills and decided to pick the oldest tree he could find, giving them a little bit of extra luck so they continued to bloom. After he had collected enough, he decided to lie down and rest, his eyes already shut, asleep, and he began to drown out the world away from him. He hadn't really required much sleep, but he still enjoyed these things. It kept him feeling human. And the more human he behaved, the more human he felt. Yet something had broken from his dream. It was a soft crunch of grass and the sweet allure of her fragrance. She smelled like home walking towards him, and he barely had a chance to wake before he saw her making her shy little way towards him. In that moment, he panicked and considered running away, but just sat there frozen under her dark, beautiful eyes. She was enchanting, her cheeks glowing, her eyes shyly observing him. He had offered her the fruit of his labor, and she had accepted. And the sunshine shone on her eyes, and they sparkled, and he knew it was inappropriate. It felt wrong somehow, like cheating. But when her eyes turned towards him, and she only gave him a smile, his heart cracked and doubled in size. When she had so sweetly asked him for help picking apples, all he could do was jump at a request. He would have lowered the slice of heaven if she just asked. That was such a simple task that it made his heart skip a beat and his cheeks turn warm with a blush. But not more than when she had gently shown interest in him. For that moment, he wanted nothing more than for her to like him because he thought that maybe this might be it. The beginning of a beautiful relationship. And if he could be honest, Honesty would be clearly an issue. He noticed that when she had asked for his name though, he had lost himself in the moment and a million options ran through his head. He can call himself the cat or Buddha. That would be weird at this time. But he also didn't want to lie. So he answered as honestly as he could. And that's what really mattered, right? Buddha doubted himself, as he decided to no longer sit, but to lay his head upon the couch cushion, mulling over what he had done. He was no a man of lustful desires, but he had admitted to every once in a while an inkling of his human nature calling out to him. Beauty was beauty, and it had its place in the world, alongside torture and ugliness. He could not have one without the other, unfortunately. What am I supposed to do with myself from now on? He asked the ceiling. What if she calls me or wants to text me? What am I supposed to do? 
He left his things behind as he began to walk home, still confused about why he had decided to take such a rash action. He decided he might think better in his old cat form. And so he walked along the sidewalk as people passed him by. So enthralled with their own lives, nobody noticed a lonely cat with too many human problems. Once he climbed up the window and he finally entered their home, a sense of peace began to develop him. The front door opened and her voice filled the emptiness. Baby, she called out. Baby, where's my baby? Buddha smiled to himself before slowly making his ascent to the living room. There's my baby, she cries, running towards him and picking him up and cradling him into her arms. Little cat, nose touched upon her bosom, the smell of spices and sweet, and a hint of alcohol flooded his nostrils. Boy, do I have the craziest story to tell you. Illuminated by the gentle glow of the moonlight, filtering through the curtains, Buddha sat back. As a black cat, his feline eyes were fixated on the woman who animatedly recounted her encounter with him, unaware that the very creature she was now addressing had once been a subject of her fascination. Seated comfortably in a plush couch, she leaned forward, her expressive gestures and sparkling eyes painted a vivid picture of the tail she was waving. He was the most beautiful man I ever saw. She gushed, taking a swing of beer. And her words carried genuine admiration. The twinkle in her eyes could not be missed. And yet her words carried something into him. Her twinkling eyes brought a pain of guilt and made the cat's ears turn downward. He called himself Dragon and that was the bad part. Oh, dragon, ugh. She pretended to faint. But the way his silver hair flowed, oh, and those captivating eyes and the air of mystery around him, I was utterly entranced. I have to tell you though, because no one else will believe that he was real. I'll tell you that much. Buddha's black ears twitched slightly as he listened. A sudden of response to her words as his tail flicked idly. The sleek black fur rippled at low light. His sharp senses picked up the rise and fall of her voice and the indicated inflictions that told her genuine fondness for a man that she described. He used the paw to cover his eyes. He didn't know if cats could blush, but he sure felt hot. You know what? Tomorrow, <laughs> I'm going to text Yes. I mean, I don't want to test him today because I don't want to look desperate. Guys need a little bit of a cold shoulder or they get a really big head for no reason. Baby shook his head. But wouldn't give her a look in the eye just in case and just replied with a soft meow of disapproval. It only took a few more bears before she passed out on the couch. Her arm dangling on the floor, her head laying awkwardly on her armrest. Baby laid on her soft round belly, its head tilted, still awake, 
blue eyes staring off into the distance. <sighs> what am I supposed to do with you, lovely? He transferred back into his human form, careful not to place any of his weight underneath her. He looked down at her face, a few strands of his golden hair flowing down the curve of her dark brown skin that resembled the last few rays of light in the dawning autumn sun. You are a force to be reckoned with. You are bewitching me. And I'm weaker than I thought I was. He closes his eyes, lifting himself off of her, his body feeling the coldness of a loss. Carefully, he places his hand underneath her thighs, grabbing her head and neck and lifting her up. He cradled her body like she had once done to him. And slowly and cautiously, he carried her onto her bed. Once she was there, he felt conflicted. He had witnessed her sleeping routine so many times, so he knew which steps to take, but was unsure whether or not to do them. It was not like he hadn't seen her naked, but those times were innocent, and he knew this time would not be so endearing. He lingered on her as he heard her begin to snore, and making haste, he placed her bonnet on her head and grabbed her makeup remover. Swiftly making passes at her face and eyes, she stirred just twice before she was happily dreaming again. He sighed with relief, going into the shower. Who would have thought it would all turn out like this? He thought to himself, about her words, everything that she had said had struck him like arrows straight to his heart. It almost felt like an unfair attack. When he got out of the shower, he found her discarded beige robe and he placed it around his body, her sweet smell still lingering in it. He took it and placed it on her bed. He took one last good look at her resting face before he dozed off with her again.